This episode of Cookies and Beer is brought to you by the coronavirus. Episode 44 of Cookies and Beer coming at you right now. What's up, everybody? Hopefully everybody's uh, had a safe weekend. Um, everyone's got the coronavirus now, so that's that's cool. Um, I'm fucking calling it right now. I'm getting it. If you're a long-time listener of this dear podcast, you know that my immune system is junk. I'm fucking getting the corona. The corona with Lyme. Fucking corona. I just hope it's corona light. Because I'm not trying. It sounds like people are dying. And they probably have a better immune system than I do. So if they're dying, then yeesh. Um, yeah, man. People got coronavirus. Um, obviously, crazy shit happened over the weekend. Not even going to jump into that yet. Um, see if we can try to make it funny first. You know, talk about poops and dicks and farts and abortion and all that. And then we'll get into some crazy shit. But uh, for right now, I wanted to... I'm, I'm not sure... Not sure. Uh, I feel like I talked about this already, but I feel like I say that about everything. And that's why weed is awesome. Because you'll just forget shit, and you'll just tell the same person the same story every time you talk to them. Ask my friends. <laughs> But I wanted to talk about the first time I ever smoked weed. And um, actually, see, I'm already lying. Because now that I'm thinking about it, it wasn't my first time. It was my first time in a very long time. I smoked weed once in high school. And then I didn't like it, so I was over it. But this was like, I was like 20, 21, 22, I think. So eight, nine years ago. Jesus fuck um yeah nine years ago and i uh i you know you always kind of hype it up in your head you're always like all right like i just fucked up everyone loves it so i gotta be i got i have to be doing it wrong so you know you imagine a certain way you're like you know i don't know maybe i'll be in a maybe i'll be in my fucking parent suburban and smoking my first marijuana cigarette some chick and next thing you know you're you're banging and home sweet home comes on by motley crew fucking you just start you just start going at it but unfortunately mine was more um more terrible than that so uh i get to i get back home from work and my cousin who was living uh we lived together at the time he's like hey dude like you want to try smoking, whatever. I don't know if I brought it up to him or somehow we decided that we were going to smoke this night. And I'm a fucking dramatic person, apparently, because I'm like, dude, all right, the first time I did it, you know, it didn't really go so well. So maybe I need to, I just fucking went to the most, like, stereotypical thing that you could do. I'm like, let's just, let's just put on Pink Floyd's The Wall. Get high, maybe throw in a pizza. Make sure the pizza's done before anything, otherwise the fucking whole house is going to burn down. And let's just really, you know, let's just really take it all in. 
So we 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 get our fucking DiGiorno's on double pepperoni. No other way to get it. Get our DiGiorno. We slice it up. He brings his bong out, and we spark up a bowl. Then I. At this point, I had never smoked out of a bong. I've only had a joint. So I was like, okay, I have no idea what I'm doing. But I smoke cigarettes, so I guess I'll just inhale as hard as I can. Because why not, right? Dude, I fucking hit this thing and I've coughed for like, I don't know, seven hours, it felt like. Probably coughed for about three minutes straight. Of course, I'm I'm gone. This is, this is, this is bad. This is, this is, I'm in danger. You know what I mean? This shit is terrible. Eventually, I end up getting my shit together after like 20 minutes and three gallons of water later. We throw this movie on. I'm starting to eat pizza. Feeling good. Higher than, you know, giraffe nipples. But I'm, I, I you know, I have my shit straight. I'm trying to watch this movie. Try and make this an experience. So, next thing I know, I fucking, I wake up. So, apparently, I'd fallen asleep, which... I don't remember happening, so I don't know, don't know what kind of fucking space space weed this was, but it uh, it had a very out of body experience. So I fucking wake up, dude, and I'm on the couch. So I just fucking pop up hard, and I fucking projectile vomit black shit out of my fucking head hole. You know, like nose. Fucking coming out of my ears. No, but it was fucking coming out of my nose. It was black. It was like I was throwing up tar. Like, this shit was like something you'd see out of the ring. Like, I was fucking... I was truly worried for my life. Straight up some fucking Linda Blair shit. The Exorcist. Fuck, dude. I was like, Jesus Christ. So, we end up... I'm freaking out. So, I I end up uh, helping my fucking cousin. Bless his fucking heart. He's like, all right, dude, like you, you, you can't do anything. So I guess I have to take the reins on this whole situation. So we start taking off, we start taking the couch cushions off and, um, we throw them in the wash. I pass out. I wake up on the floor. I don't know what happened. Uh, I don't know if I smoked fucking meth or I guess meth. I'd be going crazy. I don't know if I smoked heroin or what happened, but we had to wash those fucking couch cushions and then just fucking quarantine the place like E.T., and then slept for nine and a half hours. I don't know what the fuck was going on. But it was amazing. And now look at me. I'm all grown up. I can handle my shit. But um, on a different, much, re- on a related but different note, different but related note. On a different but related, that doesn't even make sense. That's a double negative. It's an oxy, oxycotton. Um... But on the same wiener, same coin, uh, my fucking other, my cousin calls me, a different cousin, fucking calls me the other night, calls me the other night, <laughs> calls me the other night, sorry, Jesus, started telling me, because he's like back in school and shit, and he's about to finish up his degree and all that shit, and this fool calls me and he goes, dude, this, you know, anatomy class I'm taking is, you know, it's fucking wild. Like it's three hours. It's like a, uh, it's all broken up. Like college classes are. Obviously, I never went to college. Really, I went to a half a semester of music production, and then I just fucking started drinking and I was over it. But uh, apparently, if you're in college, they break it up into a lecture and a lab. Usually, the labs are longer. 
And then I have no idea what you do in a lab. What do you do in a lab? Do you like, like, oh, hey, Becky, come check out my beaker. And you start this like fucking pony comes on from Genuine. Everyone just starts, big orgy breaks out. I have I don't, are the PR, the teachers or the professors in there? Are they recording it? Where is this going? But he fucking calls me and he's like, dude, I have, to, I have to tell you this shit. I'm like, wait, man, what's up? And he's like, all right, so the first hour is your lecture. Then you have two hours after. I'm like, cool, we'll get to your point. And he just goes, hey, so this like kid comes in kind of late, 10, 15 minutes late, kind of sketchy looking, but you know, whatever. And he sits right, he sits right next to me. And after like 30 minutes or so of the class going by, my cousin notices notices that he's like looking at his paper, like his notes. And my cousin's like, oh fuck, his sketchy fuck. Like he's probably looking for my name, he's trying to find out my name, put me on some kind of hit list, like Steve Buscemi and fucking Billy Madison. Like this fool puts on lipstick at home, you know, straight up, you know. That kind of shit. So he's like, hey, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. He didn't, he didn't really ask him or call him out on anything. So lab or the, uh, the lecture is almost over. They go into the lab, sit next to each other again. Boom, boom, boom. An hour into the lab, this fucking, my, my, my cousin starts to realize that he's looking at, he's looking at everybody else's like notes. And he's like, oh, this guy's just like cheat, you know, whatever. And, uh, then he notices that this kid is like, he kind of has this confused look, like super confused look on his face. And then he turns around to my cousin and he just goes, hey, is, is this marine biology? Fucking <laughs> like, like cousin just, my cousin's like, uh, no, man, this is uh, human anatomy. Fucking humans, bro. Like not, I'm not talking about the polar bears or the fucking humpback whale. I guess this the look on this kid's face. My cousin just said he had that like oh shit look, and then he just threw his arms on the desk and like buried his <laughs> buried his hands in just like complete fucking embarrassment. I don't know what the fuck this kid thought. I don't know how. I don't know. You know what? This kid deserves it. He deserves all of this because how long? If I'm going into the wrong, first of all, it's impossible to even get me to class. So assuming you get me to class, you're already, you know, well ahead of everybody else. But assuming I get there, I'm looking straight at the board. I'm seeing what books people are pulling out. I'm looking because I want, I don't, I'm looking for any indication to get the fuck out of here. So I'm like, God, I hope this is the wrong class that I can go find the real class. But by that point, I'd be like, well, I can't show up late. So I'm just not going to show up. And you lie to your parents that you're going to go crash the next day. They're like, oh, I'm so proud of you if you're really, you know, strong work ethic. And then you go ditch and go fucking smoke weed with your buddies in the desert. Where was I going with this? Marine biology. Fucking. So, yeah, this kid throws his hands on the desk. He's all like, oh, fuck, what have I done? What have I done? And I'm just sitting here. I'm like, dude, what did this dude think? Like, did this kid really think? Like, all of a sudden, it was just going to flip to fucking marine biology an hour and 50 minutes into the class. They're like, all right, right, class, and that's where babies come from. Turning to page 56, if you notice, the sea otter, when sleeping, fucking 
sleeps with one eye open to make sure that their neighbors are safe or some shit. And he's like, oh, okay, I'm in the right class. I don't know, man. That sounded right to me. That could have been right. I don't know if SEALs do that. I feel like I read that on the bottom of like a... Or no, it wasn't that. It was a Snapple bottle cap. And it was like... Is it, is it a thing where sea otters, like when they sleep, when they're in the water, they like hold each other's hands or hold on to each other so they don't like drift apart like fucking Navy SEALs? Mm-hmm. Crazy shit. But, um, yeah, hopefully everyone's being safe out there. Weird segue. Are you confused on what you're talking about? No. Um, again, I don't know if I told this story. If I am, go fuck yourself. If not, enjoy. I was thinking about this shit the other day because, you know, just, just, just fucking get on with it. Uh, most, <laughs> most of, uh, so, like, most of the, like, older dudes in my family are in construction and shit, right? And, um, which sucks for me, because when you, I mean, it's great, but when you have a question about something that's super goddamn simple, they just kind of look at you like, yeah, you're, this kid's a fucking moron. Like, I hope this kid really wins the lottery or creates an app or something. Uh, for an example, like, I remember a couple years back, the fucking kitchen sink was clogged. And I do what every other millennial does. We go on, you know, YouTube or Wikipedia or Pornhub. And we look up and we go, how did undrain clogs? It gives you, you know, stepsister bangs older brother. And you're like, oh, I'm on the wrong site. But uh, you end up buying like fucking whatever. You don't don't really research, you know. You just click on the first thing. You're like, yeah, sure, that sounds good. So you end up in the, you know. You buy end up buying 30 gallons of Drano and, you know, pray for the best. But I try not to call my dad when it has to do with, like, constructional shit. Constructional? That's not even a word. You just made it up. Because, I mean, I'm fucking 30, man. I'm fucking 30. I'm a big boy. You know, he's not going to be here forever. One. Two, I feel like he's going to be disappointed that I'm calling him about... Not something so goddamn simple. So I fucking throw, I don't know, 60 gallons of Drano into the sink. Doesn't work. Nothing's working. So I decided to just go for it. And I just started doing plumbing. I'm like, I'm not even going to fucking label anything. I'm like, I got a pretty good memory. I'll figure this out. So I just start ripping plumbing apart, looking for clogged areas. I have a flashlight. I have a tool belt on for some reason. I don't know what's, I, all of a sudden I'm, you know, Tim Allen and fucking Home Improvement. I got a I got a fucking motor attached to this kitchen sink. And I'm looking for clogged areas. And I'm thinking, like, dude, man, this shit's going to be tight. Like, I'm going to, you know, call my dad, call my mom, tell him, like, hey, look, there was a problem. But guess what? I fixed it. I'm a big man. I fixed it. I didn't need your guys' help anymore. I got this. And, bro, 20 minutes later... I've got everything undone. There's washers everywhere. The washers, I have more washers than I do pieces of pipe. I don't know what goes where. I took zero pictures. There's water all, all over the goddamn place. And there's a bucket under the sink that's just filling up with water. I'm just wasting water like an asshole. So I'm like, well, fuck. You really can't call, really can't call my dad now. Like, I gotta, I gotta step the fuck up. 
I got to step up. I got to figure this shit out. So I'm trying to put pipes in spots. It's that don't even fit, dude. I'm throwing the males on the males and the females and the females. And I was like, hey, it's, you know, 2020, you know, maybe these pipes are gender fluid. Maybe they'll just form to each other. And then I can just blink and walk away and everything will work. And fucking nothing's fitting. So I'm taking breaks and sweating for whatever reason. I haven't done anything at this point except uh, except fucking break it more. And I um, I was like, well, yeah, fuck, I can't, I can't call my dad. Like I'm, you know, too far into this. I'm throwing. It's like I'm trying to solve a goddamn Rubik's cube. Then embarrassingly enough, I throw in the towel and I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna call a repair guy. Like I'm not. I got to move to the second line of defense. You know, then, so I fucking call the repair guy. He'll be, he was like, I'll be there in two hours. Cool. My, I text my sister. I'm like, Hey, the repair guy's going to be here in a couple hours. If I'm not here, just let him in. She's like, what happened? I'm like, don't worry about it. Blah, 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 blah. So I end up telling her. And then my dad calls me like 30 minutes later. I'm like, well, fuck. Apparently word got out. Cause why else would he be calling me? That's very coincidental. So I swallowed my pride. I fucking answered the phone. I'm like, dude, I can't figure this shit out. Like, can you help me? Blah, 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 blah. So he, he's like, don't call a repair guy. Like, I'll just, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. So I cancel it. Everything's good. And uh, he ends up helping me fix it. And uh, I'm thinking, like, fuck, man. All right. Like, you know, got this whole thing done. Didn't sound like he was disappointed. He might talk shit afterwards. Totally fine. I just, you know. Didn't didn't really feel like going for it, and I went for it, and everything turned out fine. And so I'm like, all right, man, cool. Like, how's everything else going? He's like, good, man, good. And then somehow we just snuck it in, and I was just like, he was just like, well, you know, just I thought I had trained you better. I thought I had trained you better. And I was like, well, Jesus Christ, that wasn't a blow to the nutsack. Fast forward, I don't know, two years ago, three years ago. Uh, it's Christmas time. Decided to get my dad a Apple TV for Christmas, and he lived far at the time, so uh, he fucking, I was like, I'm going to do a good thing, make this super easy, plug and play, boom. Log into Netflix, Hulu, Pornhub, all that stuff, and I ship it off, bam, cool. Fucking three weeks later, took forever <laughs> for him to decide if he even wanted it, I guess. He calls me and he's like, he's like, well, I can't connect this fucking thing to the Wi-Fi. I just go, well, all right, before I freak out, I go, well, if you go into the, like the network like settings, if you go into the network settings on the actual Apple TV and see if you can like connect it there, I end up fixing it. He's like, cool, man, thanks. And dude, at that moment, at that moment, I was like, well, Dan, I just thought I'd taught you better. You know, I'm a little disappointed. I have no idea. And then that was playing in my head immediately. But, and that's when I realized that the only thing I have over my dad is technology. You know? Um, sorry, my computer just decided to play its screensaver. Screensaver. Oh, wow, it still recorded even at the lock screen. Well, I'm going to have to edit this out because you guys don't give a shit. Mm, I'll keep it in, whatever. And we're back. Time for... D.
dicks in the past. Time machine function three, two, one. This is dicks of the past. We are doing February 1st, February 1st, Jesus, had a little bit of whiskey before I did the podcast, gonna drink a fucking shot of bourbon, anyways, February 1st, 1995, 1995, um, what do we got, uh, I feel like, feel like a woman. I feel like we've done this one, but we haven't even hit a year yet. So, hmm. But, uh, Creep, right? TLC, great song. Great song. Um, we've got Billy Madison came out that week. Okay. Jackpot. Insomnia. Wait. Insomnia didn't come out till later. Insomnia. Oh, I'm going to get a fucking WebMD. Insomnia movie. Bitch, that came out in 2002. Oh, the book by Stephen King came out in 95. You know, see, if you read, you learn things. Um, what else do we got? Video games. You were playing Black Fire. I don't know what that is. Black Fire. I know it's bad when you Google Black Fire and the game doesn't even come up. Combat Flight Simulation. So it's like Top Gun. On Sega Saturn. Jesus, I feel old. My cousin had one of those. Sega Saturn. Cool. I don't know. I say that's about a B. The Billy Madison TLC. Insomnia. Great movie. Haven't read the book. Won't read it. Too long. Movie's great. Um, yeah. Let's jump into uh, sports here. Um, the uh, For UFC fights, there is nothing this week. Um... The John Jones fight is next weekend, but I will talk about that next weekend. Um, we've got the Super Bowl that is uh, on Sunday. That is, um, I don't care, really, to be honest. Oh, both teams lose. No. Either way, I don't care. It'd be cool if, to see Pat Mahomes win, but... Even though he doesn't play for us anymore, it'd be cool to see Sherman win one too. Um, so, whatever. But uh, as far as NBA goes, um, Portland um, is playing the Lakers at home, um, which is the first game um, since Kobe um, passed away. And um, they also play Saturday um, in Sacramento. Um, so we'll see what happens. It'll be, whew, it'll be a very emotional day, but it'll be fine. It'll be fine. 
Um, it's just going to take some time, but it'll be fine. Um, I do want to uh, share a story really quick, um, and then I'm going to actually end it with a uh, speech that Kobe did um, on his farewell game when he put up 60 uh, against the Jazz. So I'm going to end it with that, but um, we're going to do album of the week first, and then we'll go into it. So um, the album of the week is going to be uh, Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. Um, came out in 2012. Um, it's kind of purposely picked this album because... I don't know. A couple of reasons. Uh, Meek Mill is from Philly, which is where Kobe um, is from. Uh, that wasn't the first reason, though. That was it's a great album. Um, there's a lot of really good songs on it, um, and that's why I picked it. But um, I did want to share a quick story, and then I'll let you guys go. Sorry, had to get a drink of chloroform. I got about six seconds. No. Um, In the year 2000, um, maybe it was 2001, I was, I don't know, 10 or 11 years old. And my dad had gotten tickets for my mom and I to go see um, the Lakers at Staples Center. And I remember being, I will never forget to this day, 20 plus years later, how excited I was to go see, um, see my favorite player, um, in, in person, you know, just fucking going and doing the the damn thing. You know, I've been watching them for four or five years at this point, even though I was very young, I remember it perfectly, seeing the afro and the number eight and him dunking on people and getting crazy. Um, so yeah, super excited to be there. Um, my, my mom got me a number eight uh, white Kobe jersey. Uh, I think I've talked about it before, the infamous Jack in the Box incident. And uh, immediately I put it on. I put it on. We got to our seats. Seats were great. Um, And I remember during the player intros, I just remember looking at Shaq's feet from like three three or four hundred feet away and just being like, Jesus fucking Christ, this guy, (laughs) this guy is nuts. Like his feet are as big as my torso. (laughs) Like no wonder people can't stop him. But... Um, after those got over, obviously everyone's cheering for the Lakers to just, you know, go handle business. And this was in 01, 02, so this was right in the thick of that three-peat, you know, just, they were unstoppable. I don't have to tell you guys. Um, and, you know, I remember, I think they still do it. This is, that was the only Laker game I've been to, but I think they still do it where, um, Everybody in the audience gets uh, two free Jack in the Box tacos. If so, the Lakers have to win, and um, I should know this, but I want to say they have to keep 
the opponent under 100 points, I think. So they have to get the win, and they have to keep them under 100 points. Kobe went on, had to fucking put on the show like he does, and the Lakers win the game. They keep him under 100. Everyone's, you know, super stoked. Erections everywhere. And on the way out, we get our coupon. Coupon? Coupon. 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 Coupon, right? Coupon. You're ruining the story. So, we get our coupon, and we go through Jack in the Box. Still got my jersey on. Super stoked. Got to go see Kobe. Got to see them, you know, win a game in person. Got my Jack in the Box. Got my jersey. Hanging out with my mom. Everything's dope. So, um, first bite. First taco. First bite. Bam. Sauce hits my fucking Kobe jersey immediately. Bottom right-hand corner. Left a big fucking stain on that thing. And I was, the whole time I was thinking, before that happened, I was like, I'm going to wear this shit to the class tomorrow. People wish they could fuck with me. Like, I'm about to shit on everybody with my white Kobe jersey. Like, fuck these fucking losers. <laughs> so I... And at this point, it's all ruined. So I'm like, well, I can't show up because they're going to be like, what happened, Andrew? Are you fucking retarded and you don't know how to eat a taco or what? And I'm just going to be like, I'm sorry, man. I don't know what to tell you, but I got to go see Kobe. And um, there was a whole point to this story, but I just remember that every May that I can remember, it we would, on Memorial Day weekend, we would go up, my family and I would go up to uh, a spot and go camp with some family friends. And it seemed like every May we were watching the Lakers in the postseason. I mean, I remember the Derek Fisher, you know, .04 fucking buzzer beater. I remember the Robert Ory buzzer beater. I remember where I was on the alley-oop to Shaq in the Western Conference Finals against, I think it was Portland. I remember, dude, I was on on, on the fireplace just fucking ecstatic and jacked and just super happy that this was going the way it was how I fucking wanted it to happen. And I always remember that look that Kobe would get on his face when his teammates would shine. You know, watching him look at Robert Ory or Derek Fisher or Shaq or Meta World Peace or whoever with that look like, yeah, motherfucker, like, I know, like, I know that this is possible. And just seeing him really be happy when his teammates would shine and really, really live up to the potential that he knew that they had, you know? Um, on Monday night, the day after that all this happened, um, ESPN aired, aired his final game where, um, like I was saying, he put up 60 against Utah. And I've seen that game probably 10 times. And it's on the highlight reel. It's it's everywhere. And I watched it from beginning to end, uninterrupted. And obviously it hit a lot different. But the thing that was the most crazy was if you go back and watch that game from 40 to 60 points, the um, the camera 
would pan to um Panda's family on the sidelines. And with every shot that he would make in that last three, four minutes, I'm cheering him on. And you could just you could just see how proud they were of their um of their of their dad and, you know, husband. And we all saw this relationship with, you know, him and um, him and Gigi and his daughters and his wife and people that he looked, you know, that people that he mentored, you know, Kyrie and Jason Tatum and everybody, dude. Like, everybody wanted to be coached by him. Fucking, it's Kobe, dude. And... Obviously, it's the whole the whole the whole thing's just nuts, right? Like I I can't even believe that I'm talking about it honestly to be with you, um, to be honest with you, and it also fucks me up because you know I'm sitting here sad on Sunday like we all were, and I'll admit it was I knew that there were other people on the on the flight and the only thing I could think about was Kobe and his daughter and then I just thought that's that's not right man like there were other people on that flight and I remember talking to my cousin cuz I was a fucking I was a goddamn wreck dude it was insane on Sunday and Monday like oof man I don't know what the fuck hit me but I was this shit this shit hit me different and he was like yeah you know it sucks obviously but you got to think about you know the other people I mean fucking almost a whole family, you know, the pilot, the assistant girls backup basketball coach, you know. So it's just it's just fucked. It's just fucked and I'm sure we're going to get more information about it and see why it happened, but to be honest with you, it it's not it doesn't really I don't know. I feel like it doesn't really matter at this point, you know. It's like it's not going to bring anybody back. It might give some people peace and if it does cool, but if not then you know, you just got to keep doing it. But I remember talking to my buddy at work on Monday and the day after it happened and he just looked at me. I, of course, I'm all, I fucking go in with, you know, Laker shirt, Laker hat, you know, doing everything I can. And he just looks at me and gives me a big old hug and he just goes, what would Kobe want us to do? And I know it sounds, I know it sounds super cliche, but it was what I needed for that whatever reason. And I just looked at him and I was like, I know what he wants me to say, but I'm just, I can't even believe we're talking about this. And he just goes, he would want us to lace the fuck back, lace him the fuck back up, and get back after it. And I mean, he's 100 percent right. Like that's exactly what what Kobe and everybody would want us to do. You know, it's gonna take time for all of us, but. Eventually, we just got to look at the highlights and have the laughs and do what we got to do. Uh, I stayed off social media for fucking three days because it was just everything was just insane. But I mean, obviously, our thoughts go out to everybody involved and, you know, affected by it, you know, from family all the way to friends and business partners and everybody. But um, before I play this video, I uh, got it. Yeah. Before I play this video, I just wanted to say, uh, Kobe, um, 
thank you for uh, thanks for blessing us, dude, with your talent and your, your personality. And you are a true fucking gift to the world, bro. So if there is a after party when all this shit's over, then, you know, I'll see you when I see you. But um, I'm going to play this outro for you guys. I love you all. I will talk to you guys next week. Be good humans. And here we go. Hey, guys, you know, it's... uh. I can't believe how fast 20 years went by. I mean, this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. And, uh, you know, to be standing here at center court with you guys, my teammates behind me, and uh, appreciating all this, you know, the journey that we've been on. You know, we've been through our ups and been through our downs. And uh, I think the most important part is that we all stay together throughout. You know, I grew up, I grew up a diehard, I mean a diehard Laker fan. Diehard. I mean, I knew, knew everything about every player that's ever played here. So to be drafted and then traded to this organization and to spend 20 years here, I mean, you can't, you can't write something better than this. And I'm more proud, I'm more proud of the fact that not about the championships, but about the down years. Because we didn't run. We didn't run. We played through all that stuff. And we got our championships. And we did it the right way. And uh, all I can do here is just thank you guys. Thank you guys for all the years of support. Thank you guys for all the motivation. Thank you for all the inspiration. And, uh, you know, what's funny, <laughs> The thing that had me cracking up all night long was the fact that I go through 20 years of everybody screaming to pass the ball, and on the last night, they're like, don't pass it. <laughs> this, has been, this has been absolutely beautiful, you guys. I can't believe it's come to an end. Um, you guys will always be in my heart, and uh, I sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. No words can describe how I feel about you guys. and. Uh, Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I, God, I love you guys. And uh, I love you guys. And uh, my family, to my family, my wife Vanessa, our daughters Natalia and Gianna, you know, thank you guys for all your sacrifice. You know, for all the hours I spent in the gym working and training. And Vanessa, you holding down the family the way that you have. I, I, I can't, there's no way that I can thank you enough for that. So, yeah, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And uh, what can I say? Mamba out.